Hello, Cheyenne Hills. This is Casey Orr. I'm here with Jacob Hassard, and this is the Companion Podcast. Hey, Jacob. Hey, Casey. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I'm glad that we actually got to talk today because we're going to have to wait till you got back. But I'm sad that the reason we can talk today is that you guys had to push back the Thrive winter camp, which is a bummer. Right. Yeah, it's definitely unfortunate, you know, weather. It's a winter camp and weather... You want it. So you, you think want it to be in 20, winter. You but. think negative twenty would be perfect because it's right. the winteriest winter camp you could have, except for the the right. kit, the noses and ears that would be missing off children when they come back. Parents, right? Yeah, tend to be bothered by you that. Know, even even if they have gloves, they're like, "Oh, I'm too cool to wear gloves." <laughs> too cool. Just- yeah, the teenagers. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm sorry that that uh, that that went down like that. Um, do you guys have a a plan to to do it again, or are you just going to try to reuse the uh, use the teaching so that they don't miss out on that? Right. So we're we're looking to postpone it, and so we're rescheduling maybe in March. I haven't worked out those details yet. Yeah. You know, I, it hasn't even been a business day yet. So yeah. so got to <laughs> work true, out true. all those details. But we'll actually be repurposing the uh, the message over the next few weeks okay. in Thrive. Okay. It's a start of the year. Yeah. Your classic series. Not- yeah. So if you push, you know, a start of the year message to <laughs> March, yeah, it, it's got a sell by date for sure. Right. Right. So we're going to be repurposing all the messages for mm. thrive and we'll be going over that. So, Hey, there's a plug right there. there Have you your go. kids yeah. come to thrive so yeah. they can hear the messages that they uh, didn't get to hear at winter camp. So one of the things that is funny was that Keith did use the, Hey, how's your 2024 going? Who's looking forward to 2024? He, he did package that. I thought it was interesting how he was able to, plug in this series on reality into taking a look at like, how are you living your reality? How are you facing the future? And really plugged it into how are we living our life right now? And do we realize that we're put here on purpose for right now? But first, just to, and I want to get to that, but first, just to recap, I have not heard someone put together so eloquently the pieces we're going through. He's he's leading us and in, in, you and me and the other people who in the young guns through this book but he put that so succinctly, and I mean succinctly, it still took 15, almost, I think it was between 15 and 20 minutes to get right. through that part of the sermon. But man, he unpacked that really well. So guys, if you haven't heard that, like go back and listen to that because he really- Oh, it's not a fantastic message. Oh yeah. And yeah, the way you he, listen to it. Yeah. Especially the idea, and, and I think you have a question that we're going to go off about being able to, to use critical thinking to not only uh, question things that come across your path, but also confirm like our own Christian beliefs and our own Christian worldview. Yeah, so that that leads me into my question for you. So I want to hear your your reaction to this question first. So why do you think that critical thinking is important when we already have the Word of God? We already have the answer. So why is critical thinking important? Well, we have the Word of God, absolutely, and the truth is in there. But I think we still it requires critical thinking to understand it, like exegesis, like really unpacking in an accurate way and getting a good picture and not being fooled by bad uh, interpretation of the word, I think takes critical thinking. And I think uh, there's a thing that uh, uh, a lot of 12-steppers use is God gave us brains to use. Like God intended us to use these intelligent brains that are put together with this ability to imagine, conceptualize, and critically think uh, for a reason. That's part of our Imago Day, And that's one of the reasons Jesus could speak in parables because he knew like we have brains and that we would use them 
to unpack it. You know, the parables weren't meant to be taken without thinking about it. So, uh, you know, Jesus also warned us about people who were going to come and they were going to, the wolf and chief's uh, thief's clothing, the people who would come and try to twist the word and try to twist his message. We've got the prosperity gospel and stuff like that mm. right now. We have, they have tons of people who come and they give you a little bit of truth and a little bit of their own twisted part of something. And, and for us to be able to say that doesn't line up with scripture takes critical thinking and it takes being aware and being responsible for your own understanding of, of God. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. You, you got to take what you see around you mm. and then, you know, we have that Christian worldview, so we, we hold it up against that Christian worldview. But then I think even, even more than that, you know, we live, we're in the world, but we're not of the world. Yeah. So we're still surrounded by the world each and every day. And so yeah. even just in that, we need this critical thinking and this critical reasoning because so often I hear Christians, they come to a non-believer and they say, well, the Bible says this. And then the non-believer says, I don't care. Yeah. What, what am I supposed to do with that? I don't, I don't have any, I don't think the Bible has any sort of power. Yeah. And so then we, you know, we sit there and we go, well, well I don't know what, what we do, do now is right. And, and, and so we, we deal with a world that is, doesn't use the Bible. And so if that's our answer yeah, and we don't have critical thinking beyond that. Yeah. We can't, we can't even, so you're saying not only does it take it so we can um, learn it for ourselves, but we need critical thinking to be able to explain it to other people who don't, aren't steeped in that, to, to find out where someone is and approach to them where they are, to be able to talk to them in, in their own language, because we're able to uh, use critical thinking to like kind of translate that for someone. Right. Yeah. Cause it, I mean, just think about the common questions that people always ask themselves. Yeah. Or Why am I here? Yeah. What is my purpose? What, how did I get here? And so when you think about, especially like, what is my purpose without God, mm. there is no purpose. Yeah. It's really easy. That's a really easy answer for us is, oh, well, cause God made me on purpose. Right. Like, right. For, but then yeah. critically thinking through that yeah. for the person who doesn't believe in God yeah. and establishing that without God, there is no purpose. And so we can turn to Bible yeah. verses and say, yeah, this says that you don't have a purpose without God. But once again, they don't believe the Bible. So how, so do, you, how do you logically get from, that. right, how do you logically get from there is yeah. there is a God, therefore we have purpose. And you understand, and your understanding of critical thinking can help them walk through critical thinking to come to the same conclusions you, you came to, not just because it's in the Bible, but because the Bible, like you talked about, you can hold up a picture of reality and hold up a picture that the Bible paints and, and show that it's the same picture. Right. That's right. Great. Yep. Yeah, and then even just evaluating their own perspectives because mm -hmm. so often people haven't evaluated their own perspectives. And so then they say things like, well, this is my opinion and therefore oh, yeah. that's my reality. Or that used, I love that he pointed out like so that someone had said, well, that used to be true for me, but it's not true for me anymore. It's right. like, that's not, that's not, you're using the wrong word. Right. And, and so you need this critical thinking in order to say, you know, if, really simplifying it down. One person says the sky is blue. One person says the sky is purple. Yeah. You need that critical thinking to be able to go through that and go, well, these are opposing objective, you know, yeah. I, I suppose you guys can't see. I'm doing the quotation marks with my, yeah. finger, or, uh, uh, with my fingers. Well, it depends there. on the so, time of the day too, right. whether it's purple or not. But 
well, yeah, and then that's midday. It's blue. <laughs> and so then you have to be able to critically think that these two realities can't mm. actually be reality. It cannot yeah. be blue and purple at the same time. Yeah. And, and just applying that to all elements of yeah. their, their worldview and finding those logical fallacies. Yeah. And the author talks about that, about how it's important to be able to reason so that you can not only confirm that what, you know, what uh, your, the b- biblical worldview is true, but also be able to compare that to other things. And, and again, it, like I said, it's so it's blind faith. He even talks about is not something to be emulated like no. blind. Yeah. You should be able to look at your beliefs and know why they're true and be able to show, uh, line it up with reality and, and see that that truth is there so that it's an actual, be- it's a, it's a belief based on truth not on blindness. I mean, even even in the book, uh, I wish I had that in front of me. But he used a couple examples of uh, we like uh, where was it? He said we know that the um, resurrection is a fact. If the resurrection mm, right. wasn't a fact, even with our faith, we would be wasting our time. Like our faith would be pointless if if it wasn't a fact. So if we can't look back and and make sure that we can um, use our brains to lodge our beliefs in reality, then they, they aren't as powerful, um, as if they, as if just blind through blind belief. But, um, the big thing is, I don't know how, but how do we plug this message into our lives? Like he went on from that and said, you know, once we've taken a picture, a look at this biblical worldview and we understand that God, the things he talked about, like I said, please go back and listen if you haven't listened yet, because otherwise this won't make sense. But God made us, God made us on purpose and God made us exist when we exist on purpose. Mm. Like that's the thing that I kind of was, it got me thinking of like, how often do I forget that? Like we've got Casey Orr and Jacob Hazard in a booth, you know, on, on this spinning, spinning planet in the year 2024. Like there are specific things that are happening in our time. There are specific uh, things that we could accomplish in our time that we could be here for in our time that only Jacob Hazard and only Casey Orr and only you listener couldn't accomplish during that time. And God had did that on purpose. So how hard are we looking for opportunities to fulfill that purpose? Like that's one of the things I like about this growth track thing we're doing that we're actually having to, to postpone uh, step two tonight, which is which is discover, which is uh, about finding freedom and discovering your purpose through understanding the gifts that God gave you and being able to discern what He might have for you to do here during on your time on Earth. Like I know Jacob, I know that you were you were in the uh, Air Force, um, but then while you were in there, you felt that call and you got uh, tapped, and so. And in your in obedience now, you're working towards full time ministry. You're actually you know fulfilling a role right, right now as full time as the interim interim next gen pastor. So, like, what what was that like for you when you realized that that was how? What were you were you looking for? It I guess is my question when you realized that you were getting tapped. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, the, the call to ministry has been on my heart for uh, since 2017. Okay. And I've, I've known way since way back it, in 2017, oh, way back. No, but I, I mean, it, it's changed since then yeah. and it's morphed. Originally it was just ministry and then it's morphed into, you know, I'm, I'm actually looking to become a pastor. Yeah. You know, uh, Cause right now I, I suddenly finished my degree and do, do some of these other things. And so it's morphed into all these different things. And so God's had that call in my life yeah. for, for years now. And now 
because I am in Cheyenne, Wyoming, and I haven't moved after getting out of the Air Force and all these things lined up Mm -hmm. to perfectly, it, it, I love the way Carson put it. He said it was like, it was providential in being able to be here and be able to be in ministry and fulfill that, that call that God's had on my life for so long now. So, so you heard it, you listened to it. I'm, I'm guessing, I'm guessing from what you said, you kind of um, obeyed in degrees, like, okay, I think I need to be part of minist- part of some kind of ministry. Right. Okay, I think maybe I should be, like, leading in ministry. Okay, I, I guess maybe it seems like I should be leading in teaching in ministry. Okay, I think I'm supposed to be a pastor. Like, like that was probably the original message, but sometimes we'd have to accept it in degrees. And by the time that you were at that place, you were just out of the Air Force, basically a month before... Karsten was in a position where he, you know, had to leave kind of suddenly like because of uh, the needs of his family and the opportunity that opened up for them um, in a place that would help them out as much as it would. And like I said, I could, I saw God in that all over the place because doors that should have been obstacles for what they were trying to do just Mm. swung open, just bam, 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 one after another. Here's a house, here's a job, here's a thing, here's a place, here's people to help it's pretty programs. obvious that God was yeah. working through that. And 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 lo and behold, like you said, if you had not listened to the things that you listened to, you would not have been here. You were the resident under Karsten in Thrive and working with the kids, and you've been practicing teaching and all this stuff like that in a position to where now you could get some kind of thrown into the fire as far as a leadership position. But, I mean, it's something that you've been doing. Like, you you were there ready to fall right in the place when he, when he sent, but it took obedience from you, not knowing exactly what that would turn into to be where you are right now. And we don't know what the future holds, but right right now you are leading kids. You, you came up with all the curriculum for this winter camp that now you're going to get to, you know, you don't have to do as much planning over the next month or so for thrive because you have all that teaching, but like you put that together. Like that was something that is not, uh, that's not air force, Jacob. That's not um, (laughs) working in, you know, that's not going off and, you know, decide, you know, whatever, picking up some other career over what you felt the call from God to do, right. Jacob, like that is the Jacob hazard that God put in Cheyenne, Wyoming on planet earth in 2024. So what would you say to people who are, they haven't found that yet? What were some of the steps that happened between that initial call, like 2017 and now what were some things that you can maybe tell some people uh, who are listening, who maybe they don't know exactly what that, what that thing is yet. Yeah. I mean, ultimately God is going to set you up mm-hmm. for success. Um, and he, he's not going to set you up for failure. God knows the plan. So I, yeah. I think of that. Oh, I didn't even remember who, who the quote is from, but it's not my quote. Failing to plan is planning to fail. Yeah. And God has a plan. <laughs> yeah. And so he's not planning to fail. Yeah. And so he's going to set you up for success. And mm-hmm. so ultimately, but you have God, to listen to, right, right. And you have to, God will speak to each person in a different way. Ultimately, one th- way that God speaks to every single one of us is through the word. And yeah. so you have to be getting yeah. into the word in order to hear from the word. Yeah. And so that that God's already spoken through us, yeah. to us through that. And in there, you know, there's, there's some general callings, you know, Everybody is called to yeah. make disciples. Everyone is called to do that. So, and, but yeah, then there's yeah, going to yeah. be some more specific things. But if you think that you're getting a calling and it goes against the callings of scripture. Yeah. Or yeah. Well, okay. That's not calling from God. Yeah. And so you have to judge whatever calling is you, you feel is placed on your heart. Yeah. 
against scripture. And using then that critical thinking. Yeah, using that critical <laughs> thinking. Well, one of the big ones is uh, um, it getting so confirmed by scripture and by others. Okay. And oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. If you, it, it, you know, if you're called to be a worship pastor, but you don't have any musical talent whatsoever. Yeah. And you sound like a dying bird. Yeah. That's probably not what God is calling you to because yeah. he hasn't given you that natural ability. And then it's not, yeah. it, though it, so that it might doesn't be more, have to that be might confirmed, be, but that that's one be, of the signs. That might be more of an inclination or maybe that's in the direction, but that was kind of more Or maybe your it's choice. your own will yeah. that you're wananting to and say is God's will. Mixing with, yeah. And that's how you, that's how you can check is that God will equip you for what right. you're going to do. He'll, yeah. He'll give you the skills yeah. for it. And I think another big one is if it's precise and it stays around for a while. Mm. And so if you have a precise calling that sticks around yeah. and it's not just here and there, yeah. you know, it's there for a week and then you're like, oh, this, this is it. This is yeah. my calling from my But if it sticks around for years, especially, that, that really helps confirm yeah. it. If you find that like you're trying to go this one direction, it's just something you really wanted to do and it is just so hard and everything keeps falling in your path. And that's one of those things where you go and you say, okay, is this maybe God testing me for patience or mm. is, am I trying to walk through, I thought of the analogy of, we just had a big snowstorm. It wasn't as big as it was a couple of years ago when we had like five feet of snow outside. Mm. Think about like the world is full of five feet of snow and God has gone through with a big old snow shovel and plowed a path for you. There is a path that he wants you to go on that gets you to the place he wanted you to end up at. If you feel like you're pushing through, you're just forcing your way through five feet of snow, you might not be on the path. Right. And right. so, and, and not to say that the path is always pleasant. Like there's always, you know, just because you're having hard hardships or just because you're having difficulties or obstacles doesn't mean necessarily you're not going the right way or just because you're, you know what I mean? It doesn't mean it's right. going to be sunshine Which and rainbows. Which is why you need that critical thinking and to actually know your scripture. Yeah. Because that's the... That's the most common way God's going to speak to you. Mm, and that's how you can differentiate between is this actually what God's calling me to? Mm. And it's just the path isn't easy or is it I am yeah. trying to go against God's will? And again, I would go back to this for people who are listening. If you're not sure where you're at, I, I'm, I could use an example of a couple of years ago. I was at, uh, back, gosh, almost a decade ago when I was going to school for video production and I was unchurched at the time. I was I had walked away from the church and I was getting ready to do video and I love storytelling and I just felt in my bones, like I want to do this to help people. And I don't know, but like, you know, I'll be out doing commercials or, you know, you know, TV or, or something like that, whatever it is I got into. And I had no image of what it was, but I'm like, I want to do something to help people be better and just, and be more, whatever, something big. And it, it felt like just like a random dream. I was like, okay, that's just like the passion that people have for stuff. But then I got the opportunity to work here at the church and I got to help uh, video and um, put together people's testimonies and mm. do stuff and, and make right. vi make videos that help set up for um, for a sermon series and help people get an image of the what we're trying to talk about before the pastor cuts up. And so it, hopefully they gets more easily digested. And I realized like that is and that is my calling. My mission statement is to use uh, visual storytelling to help people see the world the way God is instead of the way they mm -hmm. are. And that was the big thing that I felt back then, but I didn't, I wasn't at church. I wasn't around um, it, anything that would help me get to that goal, but I felt it. I felt it in my heart and I could tell, and I was unhappy when I wasn't following it. And now I'm in a place where I can actually do that. And it, 
even the things that are hard, even in the ways that God has stretched me, but it still feels good. Have you ever been exhausted, but you're fine with it Mm. versus exhausted and you just hate it and you don't want to do it and you're like, can't believe it and you don't want to be part of it. It doesn't feel fulfilling or when you're exhausted and you can't wait to do it the next day. Like, I think that's, that's another thing for me as I've, as I've discovered that feeling and some stuff when, now that I've actually come back to church and I'm involved in ministry, not to say that that's everyone's thing, but if you don't come back, if you don't re- get in the word, if you don't do that, like you're definitely not going to figure it out. And that's why I love this thing we're doing right now with the, with the growth track is because we help people, we take a spiritual gifts assessment to help you like figure out. And a lot of people are surprised. They're like, I didn't think that that was, that was a direction that I would have, or that was a gift I have. But you know, then once they ask their friends, they're like, oh yeah, you're, you'd totally be great at that. Like you do that all the time without even realizing it. Like, yeah. So like with you, you had the natural storytelling with that. You had the natural ability that was confirmed by others. Mm -hmm. And then though the image, the, 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 passion was always there. Oh, now yeah. suddenly it's had another element added to yeah. it. Now you're doing it in church and it's like, wow, this yeah. is, this I is started walking God, toward, yeah, right. I t- yeah. And that's the funny part is I start. I kind of started moving towards the church. And like I said, it felt like instead of pushing through snow, it just felt really easy. Mm-hmm. I just, and I just like right. kind of slid into this place and, and Galen said, Hey, could you help us out with some video stuff? I'm like, well, I'm actually professional in that. And he says, no kidding. <laughs> and so, and then a year later, I'm working here full time. door being open. Yeah, exactly. Like I said, I almost like wasn't, I wasn't even looking for it. And, but the door opened and I stepped through and I said, okay, that's obviously a door open. And right. I stepped through it. And you know, just one, one last final thought, I think. Yeah. God's plan is always going to happen. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it's just whether or not you get to enjoy it. God's going to do it. It's just whether or not you get to be a part of the joy of it. Yeah, happening. yeah. It's whether or not that you're right. actually in, enjoying it. So I guess that's the, what we can walk away with is, are you feeling the joy? Are you, how are mm. you, are you, do you feel like you're sloughing through snow or do you feel like you're moving in a direction with the flow of the curtain? If not, come to the growth track, plug into church, and let us help you uh, find your purpose. And we'll listen to that you, calling. Listen to that calling.